0: Today we celebrate the memorial of St. Dominic. St. Dominic was a priest from the 12th century, the early 13th century, and he, along with St. Francis, uh, was one of the most important founders of the mendicant movements. Up into that time, most of the kind of theological knowledge and, uh, and strength, if you will, was relegated to uh, the monasteries, uh, the Benedictines in particular, and they were out far away from the laity. The laity lived in cities and, uh, or maybe in the countryside, but in any event, the monasteries were kind of far, far away. And the people were, there was kind of a, they reached a sort of a, a nadir, you know, really the, the lowest point of their religious knowledge. And the secular clergy, guys like me, the diocesan priests, were not very knowledgeable. And so the people were were very much deprived and starved of the true faith. So the mendicant orders were raised up to solve that problem. They were religious who lived kind of like monks, but, and they had all the knowledge that the religious would have. But yet at the same time, they lived and they were stationed in urban areas, not out in the wilderness far away from everybody. But they, were, they lived their religious life in the midst of the world, in the midst of the secular sphere. And they preached. And they were given license by the church authorities to preach in the streets and to do catechesis and to hear confessions. And the Dominicans, started by St. Dominic, were were probably one of the most effective in that regard, and they're called the Order of Preachers, and they're known for preaching for their theological science. I'm, I'm very gratified and excited to be celebrating St. Dominic today. He has a special role in my life, in as much as, what I, I would say, that the Dominican Order, um, I have a friend who's a, who's a Dominican brother who's you know, working his way up to become, take vows as a Dominican brother. Got a number of friends who are third-order Dominicans. And through this circle, of friends of mine, they were very influential in my own coming to embrace the Catholic faith uh, fully in a, in a deep way. And for me, there was a lot of misunderstanding that I had about Catholicism. I just didn't understand it. I was misinformed or not formed, probably more likely not formed, and it was through the Dominican influence that my mind became illuminated and I could see the light of the Catholic faith, uh, the light of the truth of the Catholic faith. And so the Dominican order, through a group of friends of mine and, and uh, through the theological influence that they played in my life, was very important for me to, to, to come in and to fully embrace the Catholic faith. One of the issues is the issue of grace. Uh, I had misunderstandings about the issue of grace. And that was cleared up for me by the, some of the Dominican theology very, very well. And so I'm very grateful, and I believe that St. Dominic and St. Thomas Aquinas uh, you know, are, are a great role and, and source of guidance and light in my, in my own personal journey. So I'm very thankful to be celebrating uh, uh, St. Dominic today. In our gospel, I think we see this issue of grace very, very strongly, very, very well. Jesus, here he is, if you can catch this. He's out on the water. He's walking on the water. And uh, at first, the disciples think he's a ghost. And so Peter calls out to him, and he says something very interesting to Jesus. He says, Lord, if it is you, command me to walk on the waters. Okay, that's, that's really neat. If it's you, command me to walk in the water. So like a ghost would not be able to give a command to Peter, and then along with the command, give the ability to obey it. That's how Jesus is, Jesus is known. In contrast to Moses, in contrast to the Old Testament law, the commands are given, but not the ability to obey the commands. And so the Old Testament law being a a merely external reality has a function of almost condemning us. That's in contrast to the New Testament law, the new law of Jesus Christ. Along with the command, he gives the ability to actually obey it. And so right along with the command to walk on the water, he gives Peter the ability to actually do that. Sometimes following the moral law feels like we're walking on water. It feels like we're, we're doing something that we really can't do by our nature. By our human nature, we can, but by our fallen human nature, we can't. We have an impulse, a sinful impulse within us that enable, disenables us from obeying the moral law. But by the new law of grace, of Jesus Christ, our hearts are healed And grace is released within us so that we can actually obey the law. So along with the commandment comes the ability to obey the commandment. And that's the distinctive proof that Jesus Christ is present and is the Lord of our life and is in charge of our lives.